0: Don't get behind. It's time to unwind.
1: A conversation purely designed with
0: With you in mind.
1: Welcome back to Peer Perspectives Podcast. It's your girl, Desiree. What's up? It's Jasmine. Hey, it's Mia, And we are hoping you are having
2: a fantabulous day. <laughs> okay, you guys. So let's hop right into it. On this week's episode, we're going to be you know chatting a little bit about women's empowerment. Because you know, in today's Asian society, it's really important that if anyone's going to lift us up, we need to lift ourselves up. And I think we'll get right
0: into this topic right after this. Ad. Y'all, I am so sick of leaving this apartment to go grocery shopping.
2: Girl, especially with all those restrictions they have because of COVID? Wait, have y'all heard about Instacart?
0: Is that like grocery pickup?
1: No, it's even better than that. It's like personal shopper delivery to your door in as fast as an hour. An hour? What's the catch? No catch. Just follow the link in our episode notes, which lets Instacart know that Pure Perspectives podcast sent you. Then simply put in your zip code to see which stores are available in your area. And on top of that, your delivery is free if you spend over $35.
2: That's it?
0: Girl, I spend that at the grocery store anyways. (laughs) I'm pulling it up on the app
2: right now. Okay, so do you guys think social media encourages women's empowerment? And if not, or if so, like, why or why
0: not? So I think it can be a little bit of both. Um, But I feel like more often than not, I see people discouraging women's empowerment or discouraging women in general, which Mm -hmm. ultimately discourages women's empowerment. Um, Just a lot of hate towards women from women and then also from men and social media just provides the platform to kind of amplify that. Um, So, yeah, I think it can encourage it. But for me, I see it mostly discouraging it.
2: I agree with you on that completely. Um, I do feel like social media, um, especially with this, like, you know, compete society that we have going on, it seems as though not only is it always a competition, but it also seems as though everyone always has an opinion on social media. And nine times out of ten, yes, it is You know, men bringing down women, even sadly, other women bringing down women, um, you know, news outlets, the media, all types of things. So I will say I although I agree it can be both. I see a lot of, you know, just discouraging in general or, you know, um, talking to women out of character, you know, as a whole on social media.
1: I think from a positive perspective, um, social media can also be a good thing sometimes just because There are those aspects of where women are supporting women. There's different pages like on Instagram or something or different hashtags that people use. And so I think in those outlets and those aspects, it is positive. But Mm -hmm. there's definitely a lot of negative connotation with it, too. Mm -hmm. What are some
2: traits that you would use to describe an empowered woman? Um, Some traits that I would say a woman who speaks her mind. Um, a woman who holds herself accountable to herself. Yes. Um, a woman who, who knows herself honestly. Um, gosh, I feel like there's so many different traits we can, you know, contribute to. I know you was making a little woman. list. I was. But Keep you going. Know, no, those are a couple. Those are a couple. Um, just you know, a woman who is assured of herself. A woman who feels powerful herself. She that's an empowered woman.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it's definitely just a woman who's confident in who she is. And then also because of that confidence is able to challenge things because women's empowerment is about putting us on an equal playing field. And we're not going to be able to do that unless we're challenging the things that are in place to make us not empowered. So talking about partners, a little bit about relationships. um, Why is it important for the person that you're with to empower you and for that relationship to be empowering?
1: Well, I think personally, um, you as an individual should feel empowered. As women, we should be empowered in everything that we do. But we should also have a partner beside us that's doing just the same. And so if you're with someone who isn't also empowering you to do everything that you can do, challenging you to be the best that you can be, then I think you need to reevaluate that because they can tear down your self-esteem, tear down your worth in a sense, and you start to doubt the abilities that you have.
0: Yeah, I feel like you can take the most most confident woman and put them in a negative situation, a negative relationship where she's not being empowered by her partner, and all of a sudden that confidence is lost. And you, I feel like I see that a lot of times with people who are like, oh, she's so strong, she's so this, she's so that, she has so much going for her. But then something as simple as a negative relationship, little words being thrown at her can... Take her from that confident, empowering person that she is to someone that she's not, someone that doesn't challenge the status quo, somebody who doesn't know who she is.
1: And honestly, I think that with people that are in relationships, they tend to hold a lot of weight in how their partner thinks and feels about them. Like, yeah, your family, you hold a lot of weight there, too. But I feel like as women, we put a lot of emphasis in what our partner thinks. We run things by them. And if they're like, nah, I don't think that's a good idea, then we're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's not mm-hmm. a good idea. And so if you don't have someone that's saying, yeah, do that, try that, like it never hurts to try, then how are we ever going to be able to challenge ourselves and move up?
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with every single thing y'all are saying. But also, um, like, why why would you be with someone who doesn't, you know, see you as an equal? That's a big part. Like, why would I be in this relationship where I'm having to, you know, fight to make myself be seen, like, as I'm on the same level as you? We should be walking side by side. Like, I'm not following you in life. Yeah, we already feel like we have to prove ourselves to everybody else. I should have to do that with you. I should have to do that behind closed doors. I'm out here proving in the office, proving at at the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Grocery store. I don't know why I'd be proving myself there. That is a grapefruit.
0: No, that is an orange. (laughs) That be grapefruit. And I feel like even on top of empowerment and re- like romantic relationships, it's also important in friendships because mm-hmm. the same way that men are able to make women feel not empowered, women can do that same exact thing. So you need to like watch your circle and make sure that the people that you are around are not just empowering you because you're their friend, but also watch how they speak about other women.
1: Yeah, weed those thorns out of your
2: circle because all they're going to do is tear you down. I really, that was a great point you made because it is really important. Like you, of course, we're talking about relationships, but you got to think about your friends who you're spending time with. Like, and it might not even be like direct things. But, you know, like if people, when people make like snide comments towards you, little jabs that like put you down and like try just if they tear at you little by little, like that's not a relationship a friendship you should be in. Because at the end of the day, they're diminishing you and they make you, you know, same thing as with the relationship. They could take, you know, this strong woman and now all of a sudden you're sitting here like, oh, well, why am I this? Maybe I'm this like you let those thoughts seep into your mind,
0: especially if it's a close friend. Right. Really? Anybody that you spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. with or talk to a lot can make you start to doubt things. Yeah. You got to know like whoever
2: is in your presence, you're allowing like they affect, you know, your whole spirit, your aura, whatever you want to call it. So you got to be careful who you let near you and who you let who you let in. So why do you guys think, um, you know, women's empowerment as a whole is important?
1: I mean, like I've mentioned before, it's important for women to know that we don't have this certain standard that we have to abide by. We can do be anything we want to be. And I just think that's what women empowerment is, because it's so multidimensional that mm-hmm. you it covers so many different things. It, it covers equality. It covers um, aspects of you having to see at the higher tables in this world. And so I think that is something that's always going to be important. That is all as we grow, it's going to continue to grow and expand. Mm hmm.
0: So we kind of touched on this a little bit about women um, needing to empower women and why it's important to keep your circle solid. Um, Why do you feel like some women feel the need to compete against others instead of just uniting? If this is something ultimately women's empowerment is going to benefit all women. So why are some women not on board with that?
2: Um, One thing I kind of think I feel like society has kind of told women that there's not a place for us. Some like in some positions as a whole. So, when, so women feel like maybe since they're not offering these positions, like there's only one place for one winner. Like I'm the only one who can, you know, get to the top, reach the top. So I feel like that mindset kind of makes them, you know, tear down other females. And it's not like that. Like we can all eat. There's room at the table for us all to eat. We can all pull, we can up, a all pull up a chair. Like that table. Gosh, that table is not get a bigger table. Honestly, a little picnic table, one of those little. And guess what? If they're not going to let you at the table,
1: build your own. Honestly. And I feel like it's just sad because we already have all of these obstacles and barriers Mm -hmm. that we have to overcome. And then another woman's tearing down a woman because they're successful. That makes no sense to me. And I feel like we see it a lot. Somebody starts up a job. Oh, why she doing that? Like, somebody probably yes. said, oh, why are they doing this podcast?
2: Right. Oh, I'm <laughs> oh, sure. I, I saw all them shares y'all shared, and ain't no one like my photo. We we peeped that. <laughs> and it's
1: like, why? How? What does this do for you? How does this benefit you? Does it help you sleep at night? Does it make you feel good about yourself to tear down somebody else? That makes no sense to me.
2: It honestly, when I say makes no sense to me, because if you guys know me personally, I am the biggest supporter of anyone I know, like, you wanna you you could be selling water bottles and baby, I'ma post your water and I'ma buy some. And if you're doing a special, I'ma buy some extra. Like it it makes no sense to me. And I'm I'm such a huge, you know, supporter of so many people I know. So it really is just oh, it's just baffling or mind blowing. Like even because this this podcast, let's I mean, we're talking about that, for example. This was, you know, a big, you know, step out of our comfort zone for the three of us. This is something we took the risk to do. We wanted to put ourselves out there with that and It's just kind of, you know, interesting to me, like, that, I I mean, don't get me wrong, we've received tons of, you know, feedback, we've received tons of support, but it's crazy. You notice, like, the support you're not receiving, if that makes sense, Um, because it'd be the same people that I give my, you know, continual support to. to. So you kind of, you notice that, and it does does tear at you and affect you. It's like why we are saying earlier, like, you got to keep your circle Like you have to keep a solid circle because how others respond to you in the world, you may try to, you know, be like, oh, I don't care about their opinions. But end of the day, things like that do, you know, hold a little bearing on you.
1: And it's the reason we have to keep fighting because Mm -hmm. there's people in our corner that are praying bad on us in a sense or Mm -hmm. saying, oh, no, this isn't going to work or this makes no sense. And it's like. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like at all. I don't need your negativity, but I'll take your support. Mm-hmm. The next woman doesn't need your negativity. And honestly,
2: I don't need your fake support. So you could hold that withhold that too. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think women's empowerment is something that you can't really be one foot in, one foot out about. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be like, "Oh, I'm going to support this woman, because I like her, but now I'm going to talk bad on this other one because I don't. Like, that's not women's empowerment. That's you liking somebody and not liking <laughs> like, somebody else. It's time for you to pull a
1: Google. Right. Up yeah, that's not but, what that is at all. And
0: I think one of the biggest things that plays into this is just, like, insecurity. I feel like when you know who you are, like, you know what you bring mm-hmm. to the table, like, you, like, why do you feel the need to talk? Bad on other that literally does nothing for it, you. No, like if you you're said, comfortable in yourself, that does nothing for like you. Like you
2: said, it's seated in some deep insecurity. Right. Because a lot of these women tearing down other women. Like you can even look at celebrities and stuff. You see celebrities post a photo, you see all these crazy comments. That celebrity don't even see your comments. Does not even like, care. Why'd you take that energy out of your day to sit there and talk down on her outfit, her appearance, her w- whatever it may be? Like,
0: because women just feel this need to just attack each other. And it is really wild to me, like, ooh. Right, yeah. If you find yourself just feeling, not even just women, but feeling the need to talk badly on people in general, I feel like it's important to kind of take a look at yourself because Mm -hmm. it's probably something something deeper there that's making you feel those things. And you should
2: probably acknowledge that and or go to therapy for that. Work on it. (laughs) Do you think that gender equality
1: and women's empowerment go hand in hand? Of course.
0: I feel like one of the biggest reasons that we even have to have women's empowerment is because we don't have gender equality. Like the people that are making decisions for women are not women. So it's important for us to get um to that level or higher even so that we're able to make the decisions that are affecting us. Like people in these offices that are making decisions on um pro-life and pro-choice or how much money a woman's going to make or whatever else are men. And it mm-hmm. makes no sense for men to be making decisions when they clearly don't care because it doesn't affect them. And
1: mm-hmm. let me just say that for the men, they're like, oh, well, we have women up in higher powers. What color are they? Because I was just that's, about to
2: say that. <laughs> it
1: doesn't work that way. Are they women of color or are they white women? Because there's not equality there either. Yes. So that's something that needs to be out address in the forefront. All. If
0: you're going to address it, address it Exactly. All. Don't
1: put a blanket over and say, oh, we working on it. Nah, 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 nah. You're not working on it. Go ahead and pull that not sheet not working back. hard enough
2: for me. <laughs> no, I, Desiree, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, okay, gender equality, we're working at that. But at the same time, we have to fight for, you know, racial equality too. Because at the end of the day, especially as black women in America, like, oh, we are put we are held so much lower than so many other individuals. So we are fighting for that seat at the t- at both tables. We're fighting for the seat at a male-dominated table and at a white-dominated table. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Preach, girl. girl.
2: <laughs> so
1: Taraji P. Henson, she did a speech a couple of years back at a Women's Empowerment Expo, and she mentioned that she wouldn't be who she was today without her strong foundation. Who in your life would you consider to be a part of that strong foundation?
0: Um, So I think my strong foundation would be made up of my mom and my brother, of course, um, because that's two people who have been with me since birth, and they've always just encouraged me to be my best self, Um, especially my mom. She don't play them games (laughs) at all. Like, girl, get it together. Um, One issue that I had when I was in school is, like, I didn't like to, like, act super smart because I didn't want other people to, like... You were playing dumb. (laughs) I didn't play dumb. I got the grades that I needed to get, but like I wasn't one of those people that was like, I got 100, what'd you get? Because I didn't want people to feel dumb. And my mama would be like, Girl, stop acting like you're stupid. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not acting like I'm stupid. I just don't want other people to feel dumb. So yeah, my mom don't play them games. Like, you are who you are. Like, Mm. be that strong person. And then um, I feel like I have a really good support system in my friends. Um, Oh, thank you. Encourage not just (laughs) each other, but. We also don't just sit around and talk badly about people. Like, I feel like there are friendships that literally. That's what they consist that's, of. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what their friendship is based on is not liking other people. And I feel like, like, we don't do that. Like, and that's if you think mad, we do. That's weird to me. And yeah. you've got it all around. Not the topic of if conversation. You, if you think we're
2: sitting around talking about you, I promise we are living rent-free in your mind because yeah. we are not. We be eating and <laughs> watching Netflix. We be eating and watching TV. Like. Making yeah.
0: a drink. I <laughs> a literally, I say, a little
2: drink.
1: <laughs> so I would think my strong foundation, like Jasmine said, would be my family, especially my mom, my dad, and even my sister and also my friends. Like, again, my mom was the same way. If I want to do something, go for it. Right. She's mm. the one who's always pushing me, challenging me to do better, even with this podcast, for instance. She's like, go for it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You yeah. putting yourself out there doing something, is the only way you're going to know if you're going to succeed in it. And if you fail, lesson learned, keep going. And so I think that's been very important. And even with my dad, he always is an advocate for my sister and I and any woman wanting to go up in a higher position or even take on a different role. Like that's been like the forefront of my strong foundation.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely with you guys. Um, same thing. My family, mother, of course. Um, my grand my maternal grandmother, I honestly both of my grandmothers, actually. But I'm I grew up with my maternal grandmother in California. So she played a big role in me when I was younger. Like she would tell me every day, like, you are, you know, beautiful, you are smart, like you are so intelligent. The hell I'm telling you, <laughs> you is kind, you is smart, you was important <laughs> every day. So definitely them and um Of course, my friends as well. I mean, you know, we're sitting here at this table putting ourselves out here for you guys. So this isn't something I would probably, I mean, I could do this by myself. We all know I can talk, Lord Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not the same as doing it with, with my closest friends. That brings a whole different aspect to it and we can, you know, hit on hit on true, deep things where, I mean, if it was just me, I'd be here gossiping and talking about my life. I mean, y'all want to hear that. (laughs) I mean, you might, but still. (laughs) But one thing I would like to know, I really like how, you know, Desiree and Jasmine made such a point to say, um, you know, that two of their biggest supporters were men because men are such a key to women's empowerment. Because like we said before, um, you know, some rooms we can't enter, but they're in those rooms. Some tables we're not allowed to sit at, but they're at those tables. So if you don't, we don't have these male voices speaking up for us. Like sometimes, um, no one will hear like what we're fighting for if it wouldn't be for them. So they're some of our greatest advocates. Like women's empowerment is not just about women. Literally, we could say the same thing that these men say, and they'd be like, (laughs) "Oh "Oh, yeah, that makes sense." They'd be like, "That's a good idea." I'm like, "Did I just say that? I even dumbed it down." Like what? (laughs) Okay, you guys. So the Global Fund for Women said that, um, you know, there were four major key issues that we're fighting for um, with, you know, women's empowerment as a whole. And these are to be strong, safe, powerful and heard. Um, So basically, when they broke each of these down, um, they meant that we are fighting for, you know, sexual and reproductive health rights, um, freedom from violence. And that's like gender based violence, um, economic justice and leadership. So, like, do you guys agree with this list, like, that these are four of our main things? Um, if not, is there anything you would add to it, like, what we're really fighting for, like, for women's empowerment? Yeah, I definitely would agree, especially, like, for instance,
1: sexual and reproductive health rights. That's a really big thing going on right now. And so I think that that's something that needs to be talked about, needs to be discussed, mm-hmm. and not just from a higher up level, like locally, that's mm-hmm. something that needs to be discussed. Um, and then, as we've already mentioned, equal pay, leadership, people in higher positions, and freedom from violence. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all four of them, I can't really think to add, because I also can't think of anything to add, because those have so many different sub-bullet yeah, they, points yeah, up sub, under them. Sub parts. So,
2: yeah, I mean. I definitely agree, especially with that sexual and reproductive health rights Because like Jasmine, you know, she made the whole point of earlier, there are all these men in this room having discussions about our health and, you know, what women should do with our bodies. At the end of the day, we don't have any women in there talking with them. And like Desiree said, before you say, ah, ah, there's a woman in there, what color is that woman? Because I would like to point out that, you know, African-American women, they actually... There have been so many cases they actually um, are treated terribly by the healthcare system. There's a lot of struggles within the healthcare system that we have to address and that we have to fix. And if people don't know about those struggles because they haven't experienced them, well, guess what? It's not going to get brought up and talked about.
1: And it's one thing for you to, even if you are a white person or um, a woman of color. Like, if you're in that room and you're not speaking, you're not doing anything You're for not me. doing
2: your job. Like You let, might,
1: you <laughs> might as well let in. somebody else get up there and start speaking because you are at that, you're in that position. So you have that power to mm-hmm. voice your opinion, to be an advocate for us. And I feel like Michelle Obama talks about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, she talks about how she sits at all these high tables and she literally says, hey, you can come and be at this table, too. Like, I got here by coincidence. Like, you can get here, too. <laughs> so... I think if you're not using your voice, you're not really doing anything.
0: Yeah, don't be just sitting in there agreeing with whatever the masses is saying just to sound good. mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you're going to get to that point, like do what you got there for. Like sitting there and being comfortable does nothing for the people that you say that you're fighting for. Literally.
2: Nothing.
1: So I know I kind of just touched on Michelle Obama, but do you have a personal icon that embodies women's empowerment for you?
0: So I wouldn't say that it's my personal icon or anything like that. Um, but somebody that I see fighting for women's empowerment and just empowerment in general a lot would be Kehlani. Um, If you mm-hmm. follow her on Love any her. type of social media, she's super like for the causes. Like, what is it like? Who is not empowered? Like, I'm here to fight it. So that's definitely one person um, that for me is like, I know who I am Like, I've been through some things. Y'all have seen me go through some Mm -hmm. things, but, like, I'm still fighting for these things because they mean that much to me.
2: Well, you know, Desiree kind of beat me to it because I (laughs) always— Sorry, not sorry. I I was going to say Michelle Obama, you know, when I wrote this question. (laughs) Um, But I definitely—I mean, we did touch on her a bit, but, gosh, like, she is such a great representation of what it is to be an empowered woman that's trying to empower other women, like she said, like she was like, you know, come on, come, come to the table, pull up your chair to the table. So, I mean, I'm sure I have plenty of others, but there's I did. There's so, so many. There's so many, but I do view Michelle Obama as my number one, like, God, she's so empowered. She's so intelligent, y'all. Oh, great! She's so wonderful. I just love her. Like we should make Michelle president. Go off, sis.
1: I thought of. I thought about that same thing. Like she need to be president. But right? She, she said think she wants that
0: no,
2: job. <laughs> she
1: really, she really don't care for politics like yeah. that. Like if y'all watched her Netflix, um, documentary, she talks about that and she goes into detail. And I think like her real love and heart is mentorship and just kids in general. Even though she tried to put the little carrots and the um,
2: high school and stuff. <laughs> she said, turn up. She so said, what? You were not giving you Chick-fil-A no more. You didn't. Celery and carrots. Yeah, <laughs> um, couldn't have been me. I will say, um, if we're talking, like, another woman, because I started one because, you know, it took me a second. Ezra, you know, try to snatch that away from me. Um, I always, okay. Maya, <laughs> um, although she is deceased now, like, rest in peace. But Maya Angelou, um, mm-hmm. she, oh, God. And am I saying that right? I've heard Angelou and Angelo. But wow, like what, what an amazing woman. You want to talk about speaking up for other women? Like this woman addressed, um, she addressed health concerns with women. She spoke on um, abuse. Like she spoke on sexual abuse and how to heal from that, how to help other women heal from that. She gave a voice to so many women. Like she was just so powerful. Like everything she wrote, everything she said, like, literally about empowerment and not just women as well, but like, you know, people of poverty, people who are experiencing things like she spoke on empowering all of them. So I definitely would say she's always been my favorite poet. So I would list her as a icon of mine. Yeah, there's so many, so many, child. OK, so why do you think that so many people are against the word, you know, feminist? Like it just you said the word feminist and some people are like, Ugh, like, I can't stand feminist. Like, do you believe that feminists and
0: feminism actually um, is helping with women's empowerment? Um, I think people have an issue with the word feminist and like feminism because they've turned it into something that they don't like. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. very easy to take a cause or to take anything and pick at it and find all the negatives in it so that you can be like, oh, A feminist is this, that, and the third, and that's why I don't like it. So I feel like the people who are saying that they don't like feminism and they don't like feminists, if you ask them why they don't like it, I guarantee they're going to have a stupid reason. Like, (laughs) oh, because people just want to have their boobs out. Oh, because... Because they don't shave. like because yeah, they can have hairy hair armpits. like something. It's always going to be something stupid, and they're never going to mm-hmm. sit there and look you in the face and say, I don't like feminism because I don't want women to be equal. But mm-hmm. ultimately, that's what it is, and, and that's what we all know that it is. And you're kind of like, is that really what mm-hmm. that means? Right. Like, <laughs> is it really about my armpit hair, or are we talking about something a lot bigger? Because if it's been going on this long, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. No, what well, really,
2: um, you know— you know, gets to me is the the women who are like, I'm not a feminist because and I and I will just say I've actually seen personal people on my Facebook feed post like these exact same statuses. I hope y'all are listening so I can get a good laugh off y'all. Um, I We hope you learn something, too. Please, I would love to educate. And if this didn't help you learn anything, because I'm not a professional. I'm not the, you know, know-all women's I'm empowerment women's feminist. Business, educate, I'm not whatever
0: to uh, educate I am not
2: Miss... <laughs> you're not the one, because I'm <laughs> not that either. I'm not Miss Feminisms. <laughs> but I will tell you, the women who say, I'm not a feminist, because I believe that you know men should be the provider for the family so i'm not a feminist
0: i also believe that men should be the provider but of the family but you are a feminist but i need my money so. <laughs> exactly <laughs> basically what you're saying is
2: you believe men like when you're saying that i want you to understand you're saying you think men should be the provider of the family so you're not a feminist okay so you think men should be the provider of the family so women should make sense to the dollar of every dollar a man makes Make that make sense. It does not mean. none. It doesn't mean that you can't believe that. Yeah. Or they always try to, you know, pull the Bible into it and be like, the Bible, it says that the man should do this, 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 and this. And I'm a godly woman of God. So I will provide for my husband and I will sit at home and I will make his plates at the cookout. Mm. I tried to hold that in. I'm sorry. I'm
0: not that girl. I'm not making nobody blame. No, but
2: here's the thing. That baby girl, you can do all that. You can make, that's it. That's the least you can do. You can cater to him. But at the end of the day, being a feminist doesn't mean, you know, you don't cater. If you want, if you want that lifestyle, it doesn't mean you don't cater to your husband. Yeah, like your why husband does does have provide. to be one or the other? It means if you had to, you could provide too. Because guess what? Y'all are making equal pay. That's what that means. It means y'all both have a voice. It means y'all have representation in government. Like, it means, like, oh, so many more things than exactly. whatever you got have stuck in your mind. I, and it's like, you're,
1: I feel like some people are looking at it from, like, in the house. Like, your man can still be the man of the house. But, like, we're talking about the world. When you go to work <laughs> right. and that paycheck you bring home, your husband's looking nice. And yours is, like, half of that. Why? Wow, yeah. Because you're a woman. No, that makes no sense. Especially,
2: like, let's say y'all are working in the same field or the same job. Like, oh, like, you think that's okay? Like, oh, it's okay, honey. You can make three times as much as me because I'm a woman and yeah. you are And, and man. it's not,
1: and you saying you're a feminist is not you saying, well, I'm mad. My husband makes man. more than me. Like, <laughs> yeah. no. Cool, your husband make more to you. Cool I if he made don't. It's I'm mad because I work my butt off just as hard, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting how much I'm
2: worth. It's about your yes, worth, exactly, not his worth. And it's not about diminishing him. We're not saying, oh, you need to cut your husband's paycheck. No, add to your paycheck, baby girl. Like stack, you can literally stack too. <laughs> everybody can have a freaking seat
1: at the table, like
0: right. I feel like feminism can't be like a. In my house, da 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 because, like, you're not—if you choose not to be a feminist, even for those reasons, like, you're not seeing how you're affecting everyone else, and you don't see Mm -hmm. how what you're saying and your actions and how you're not standing up for that cause is affecting other people, because, sure, your husband can provide for you, but what about the woman— Who's working her butt off with three kids and yeah, has a single no mother? Husband. Yeah. What is she supposed to do? So it's like you can't be like, oh, like I'm good. My husband's making the money yeah. we need to make. Like, and I'll, I, don't need feminism. Like, there are other people in this world than you. Like, like fight, yeah, and fight you know, for them at least. Especially
2: you know, women. Like, you have children. Like, you're raising daughters. Do you want to raise your daughter to be like, oh, honey, you, you know, if you work hard in school, you do everything you can do. You know, you bust your butt, go to college, yada yada. You can make one-third of what your future husband will make. That right. sounds Doing like the fun. same doesn't doesn't it? It. Doesn't right. it. And then, sweetheart, you can cook his dinner before you come
0: home because in our household, that is what we believe. And if that's what you believe in your house, you go right ahead. But everybody else might not believe that, and we need to fight for them too. And one of the things—oh, I love Scandal, y'all. In <laughs> Scandal, he told her that you had like we have to be twice as good. Like, her as a black woman, we have to be twice as good to get half of what they're getting. So it's just like— why can we not get on this level playing field? Why are we working so hard to never, like, hit this goal? People are working so hard, and it's like you're working against them. Mm. Makes no sense. At all. You know what? Make it make you, know,
2: you know, it kind of we, – we, it's fine because we just talked about Grace Anatomy, and Jasmine does not like I know. Show. Out of all the Shonda shows, she says <laughs>
1: scandal. Like – Grey's
2: Anatomy, but what I was thinking, you got how, a quote. <laughs> I have a quote. Always Let me pull that in, but yeah, I mean, why Jasmine was talking about the quote from Scandal. Um, you know, Grey's Anatomy had a great quote because you know if you watch the show, you know Meredith is a surgeon. You know her husband was a surgeon, but anyway, so in Meredith's opinion, like the same thing, like he, her husband's so great to her and so amazing, and her best friend, you know, Christina Yang, mm. MD. Um, she had to sit her mm-hmm. down, and she told her, like, I want to quote it correctly. Let me pull it up. <laughs> she said, you are a gifted surgeon with an extraordinary mind. Don't let what he wants eclipse what you need. He's very dreamy, but he is not the son. Mm. You are. Mm. So, in other words, what she's saying is, like, he's amazing. He's so talented, but don't let that talent take away from the fact that you're talented, too, and you deserve that recognition as well. Yes, and even
1: on top of that, I feel like segueing into, like, our next topic of knowing yourself on Grey's Anatomy, because, look, I didn't start it. And I watched so
0: that show three times. <laughs> I there's, that's like,
1: I've seen it. I've seen all of the seasons probably, like, three or four times. But that's another topic. But in one of the episodes, Meredith got a new position. And mm-hmm. so Bailey, uh, if you know Dr. Bailey, she was the ch- chief of surgery. And so she gave her her salary. And it was really low. And so all the other women, they saw her salary. And they was like, sis, why you I remember that episode. And so Bailey did that to see if Meredith knew her worth, to see if she was gonna Mm -hmm. come back at her and be like, I actually think I'm worth this. And literally, when she found the courage and the strength to do that, Bailey was like, Okay. And then she was like, Good job. Yeah, like and I feel like that's like another thing with women's empowerment. We're supposed to be encouraging others to know your worth too. So like you may think, Oh, I'm worth this and Somebody asked me, like, yeah, I agree, too, but you got to tell me that. Like, Mm -hmm. tell me that you're worth this so I know that you actually believe it, too. And so I think that's a good segue into knowing yourself because I think for me – And as I start to go through my career and continue to move up, like, I need to know how much I'm worth, knowing Mm -hmm. that I put in the work, I have the experience. put in the hours. Exactly. And I shouldn't be afraid to say, hey, this is how much I'm worth. Mm -hmm. Or I think that I should have this title because I'm doing this. And so, yeah, I think knowing your worth is important moving forward in women's empowerment.
2: I mean, like, Desiree just really introduced the topic for us. But um, why do you guys think that knowing yourself, like, why is it so vital to women's empowerment?
0: Um I think if you don't know yourself it's hard to empower somebody else just because I don't know like you get you get caught up in those things you get mm-hmm. caught up in that comparison you get caught up in those insecurities and everything else so it's hard to feel the way that you feel and then also be able to empower someone else. Like Mm -hmm. you, I feel like everybody has experienced a time when they're at a low point. And when you're at that low point, you don't, you don't have the energy to give to something else. So I feel like it's one of those situations. And if you know yourself, you're comfortable in yourself. Like I said, you know what you bring to the table. You have no reason to talk down on other people. Like, because you know that it doesn't do anything for you.
2: Not a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Um, like, if I'm insecure in who I am, how am I going to tell, like, help you discover who you are? Right. Um, so knowing yourself is it, definitely a major key. Like, you got to know yourself and you have to know your worth. Um, because empowering women as a whole, it starts with
0: you as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like knowing yourself, like, isn't an easy thing to do. Like, it's easy to be like, you need to know yourself. You need to but know who you hard. are. But it is hard. That's more than just, <laughs> no, like... I'm Jasmine. Yeah. I work I, it. Da, 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 da. Like, that's <laughs> not what knowing yourself is. It's
1: so easy to tell somebody else some advice and be like, you should do this or you're worth mm-hmm. this. And then uh, you flip it and bring it back in yourself and you're like, wait a minute, hold yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. And you know what? Knowing yourself, like our self identities, they change, they shift. Cause I promise me knowing myself now isn't, isn't the me I used to know right. a couple years ago. So it's always like you have to reevaluate yourself and re-know yourself in that time and in that moment, you know? Yeah. And so to wrap this whole
1: lovely topic up of women's empowerment, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give the younger generation of women? I know me personally, I would tell them to start knowing who you are and your worth at a younger age. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's something that... I started to pick up on as I got older. And I feel like if I would have known that back when I was, like, in high school, who knows who I would be, (laughs) where I would be now. So, like, picking up and knowing who you are, knowing your gifts, your talents,
2: and where you can go in life I think is vital. Um, Yeah, I would agree with that. And also I would take it a little further to say um – well, not even on knowing yourself, but I mean, what we touched on earlier, I would tell the younger generation of women to respect each other more. Like, res- yes, respect yourselves, but also respect other women. Because like we said, there are, it is so easy for this generation to hop on social media and leave these rude comments and everything because they see others doing it. And at the end of the day, that's not empowering. Like, we're not going to, you know, come together as one if we can't fight through that and put it an into that. So definitely I would just say... Younger girls, like, if you are listening to this, like, really respect the women around you because women, we are powerful. Like, we we really control this world at the end of the day. Like Who runs the world? Girls, period. (laughs) So, yeah, be kind to your fellow girl. Like,
0: go out of your way to do something kind for another woman, like,
2: young girls. That is my advice to you.
0: Yeah, I love what Desiree said about, like, when— Like I don't think we really got to know who we were when we were younger because it's like we had all these people around us saying you're so great you can do anything Mm -hmm. but like it's not about what they're saying like it's literally about you taking the time to know yourself and know what you're worth because nobody else can tell you that like and don't let somebody else tell you that like take the time to figure it out for yourself because it's not what and young girls a,
2: a little a little segue off that. Don't let a little young, cute little boy come and try to tell you who you are and what your worth is. A little dusty. A little dusty. (laughs) Because (laughs) I will say, just because I know the three of us at this table and I know our life and experiences, and when you are young and you're cute and you're doing good in school and you got your head on straight, a young boy is going to try to come into your life, and he's going to try to tell you what you are worth and you need to remind him that you are everything. You are the moon and the stars. And don't let him treat you as less. Learn
0: it. A kick rocks. <laughs> Hit the road, Jack. So each week, we'd like to end the tip of the week just to give you something to resonate on during the week. And this week, I'd just like to leave you with knowing yourself and then using that confidence to empower others. Like we've talked about a lot during this episode, it's hard to empower other people or give other people words of advice. um, If you don't even know who you are and you don't understand the ground that you stand on. So do that kind of in that order, know yourself and then try to empower other people. I like that. I like that too.
2: (laughs) If you like this episode, please leave us a review and follow us on our social media. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever, Also, if you have a topic or want our perspective and or advice on anything, send us a message via our social media, which is located in the episode notes, or you can always email us at pureperspectivespodcast at gmail.com. Who knows? It might be part of our next discussion. As always, thank you for your continued support, and we will see you again real soon.